Hello and welcome, Bengals fans. How are we doing today? This is your host of the Sports Ethos Cincinnati Bengals podcast. My name is Josh Reeser. You can find me on Twitter at R-I-E-S-S-E-R-1-4. And you can find this Sports Ethos page at at EthosBengals14. And by Twitter, of course, I mean what is now known as X. That whole uh, Elon Musk thing. Anyways, go find me on X. And also, if you don't mind giving me some love on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or anywhere else you can find me, I'd love it. Uh, today, I'm going to talk about the the beginning of training camp. It's almost about two weeks in. Uh, a lot of stuff has happened. I'm going to not spend too much time on it. Kind of breeze through here. The, the Bengals also play the Packers tonight. I live in Madison, and I am bartending during that game, so it's going to be fun wearing my Bengals gear and having everybody heckle me, but I've had that my whole life, so I don't really give a damn. Okay, let's get started with training camp. I'm going to try to progress as it did, uh, like from day one on, just a little bit, tidbits here and there. Uh, So let's start with uh, day one, uh, which got a little scrappy between uh, newcomer Orlando Brown and incumbent defensive uh, pass star Trey Hendrickson. And Trey actually had a pretty nasty bruise left on his neck. I don't think it was from Orlando's hands. I hope not, because it was pretty bad. Uh, I was I read that someone was kind of pulling on his jersey from behind, and I got kind of caught on the neck, which that doesn't sound very fun either. I don't know which way I'd rather have it. Uh, but then later on, they, they both said you know, it is what it is. No hard feelings. Orlando apologized. He actually said he kind of blacked out during it, so he doesn't remember a lot, uh, which is kind of scary. But welcome to the team. Uh, something else that's very on a bright note was that Cheeto Awuzie was able to practice, you know, slowly. But the fact that he's he's back on the field less than nine months from an ACL tear is huge, huge news for the Bengals. Uh, he's definitely the top cornerback on the squad. And it's a young cornerback room for the most part, besides him and Hilton. So they need some veteran leadership in there. Okay, and I also just realized that my jazz was too too loud, so I apologize for the background music there for a little bit. Uh, Maybe I should have kept it on because this next part's going to suck. It's just another freaking offseason where Joe Burrow cannot be healthy. I don't understand it. And actually, during warm-ups, I saw that he did have a calf sleeve on his, on the calf that he hurt, so I wonder if something happened the day before in practice, and he wanted to play through it. Like, what are you thinking, Joe? First season, it was COVID, so everything was virtual. Then he busts his knee. Then he has an appendectomy, and now he's got a calf strain. Like, what we, what do we got to do? Do we have to just have him lead team sessions in the classroom, like, got to keep him off the field or what? I hate saying that, but at this point, might rather have it. It was a stupid scramble play, pocket broke down, and he just rolled to the right, and just non-contact just rolled every, like, and around practice, it looked like someone got shot, because everyone just stopped, and everyone immediately took their, started taking off their helmets, and it was, you could just hear a pin drop. 
And he was looking good, too. He was con I, The passes he was making, man. So now we're down to Simeon and Jake Browning battling out for the backup, which I guess was going to be the case anyways, but Simeon's most likely got the head up. I actually liked him when he was a Bronco. He's he's a decent game manager, but like at some point, do, do they need to bring in someone else who can carry the load just in case? Uh, okay, moving on. Uh, someone I want to point out, though, is someone that I actually hit on before the draft. I really wanted to get him. That was Andre Ioshivas. And, like, I thought he was just going to be, a, like, a, a a project. If he got on the field, it was just going to be as a field stretcher. He's a size-speed guy out of Princeton, so he's smart. He's picking things up quickly. I, I can see that. But his hands are so strong. And, like, he's he's running these slant routes, and he's just making these contested catches over people. It's like, man, I think the Bengals really found a gem. Uh, another gem they found was last year, Cordell Volson. He's making great strides. He's He said he's about 10 pounds heavier, feels stronger. He's more comfortable in the system. That's awesome. Because left guard is really the only question mark they have right now with Jonah playing right tackle and doing it well. Uh, a couple rookie cornerbacks, the DJs. There's got to be some nickname in there. Uh, DJ Ivy and Turner. Uh, they're, they're in an interesting spot because... DJ Turner is actually listed as, I think, the second backup, or backup to one of the cornerback spots, but Ivy is, he's down there on the list pretty far, but, you know, an injury here, making a couple big plays there, maybe he shows out against the Packers, both of those guys could be big hits. Uh, another secondary guy, Jordan Battle, I guess he's really impressing with his football IQ, but, you know, he did play a lot of snaps at Alabama, so not surprising. Uh, Irv Smith, apparently he's adding another element to the Bengals' offense where they haven't seen out of the tight end. Yeah, Hayden Hurst last year was good at getting those like those little bursts, like five, six-yard plays, and he would add a little oomph to the end. But apparently, Irv, like once he gets the ball in his hand, he is and he is he's he's young and he's fast and he's explosive. It's always just been the injuries hindering him. So maybe uh, he once he gets that ball, I want to see it. A couple other injuries, uh, not clearly not as catastrophic as Joe's. Uh, Charlie Jones, Chuck Sizzle, uh, rookie receiver. He uh, he got hurt for only for a couple of days, but I think that's when Andre Ioshivas really uh, just stepped up. And also Trevion Williams hurt his knee. I think that was first or second or third day as well. And he's he was favored for the the third down roll just because of his pass blocking prowess, but. Now Chris Evans moves into that role, and not too much about Chase Brown, actually. Uh, it's just a little concerning, but we'll see how he runs against the pack, as I keep bringing up. Uh, Logan Wilson. This was a big, nice one, a nice surprise. They extended him, and it's really, it's a four-year up to 37 and a, and a quarter million. Which, that's a good deal. He's making 11.2 over the first two years, and another, another, like, boom hit from the Bengals front office this offseason. They're finding ways to get these guys everyone just wants to play with each other I guess. Like what a nice culture. Uh, now him and Pratt will be locked in as starters for the next three years. You know like they, they both do they kind of the same person. Maybe Pratt's a little bit better against the run and Logan's a little better in the past but like Pratt just I always allude to, to him stripping Kelsey. He's just been such a playmaker. Both really. 
uh, that having two playmakers at linebacker does allow uh, for them to be a little more creative with their secondary and their and their uh, pass rush. So there's a few guys that I that I really think that are just like on the rise based on these reports. I I and I'm on X. I'm so annoying about him. Like I love Andre Oshivas. He might be my new favorite guy uh, besides Burrow. But like, and then there was this clip of him on uh, special teams being um, uh, on the punt return. And one of the Packers guys comes right into him after being out of bounds, and Andre just stands him up and then gets in his face, and it's just like, ooh, he's, I didn't know he had a dog in him like that. Ooh, ooh. Um, also, the, the young cornerbacks, like I saw, like I'm really interested to see how that room turns out. Sidney uh, Jones, like what's he doing? Alan George, he was actually on that that clip with Andre. So it's going to be a very interesting Cut day. Uh, Irv Smith, his he's just cemented as the tight end one and two and three because there's really no one behind him. Uh, Tanner Hudson has been making plays and he's trying to also long snap, which is probably best. You know, dual position eligibility is awesome. And then a couple of things on the downrise, downrise downfall, is his Burrow's uncertainty. Like, is he going to be ready? Zach Taylor said several weeks, and then a week later he said several weeks. So, I don't know. Like, I've thought about it. I haven't brought it up to anybody, but, you know, Carson Wentz is out there. Does he give us a better chance of winning than Trevor Simeon if Burrow's not ready for a few weeks into the season? Like, Simeon's probably better than what Brandon Allen was. But at the same time, we don't have the same running game to where we can rely on Mixon and P. Ryan. Now it's Mixon and unquestioned, or questioned. So I don't. I'm not saying Carson Wentz is a great quarterback. I'm saying if we need someone to throw the ball down the field, he might do it better than Simeon. But that's I can do a whole episode on that. I bet. Uh, another like. And then the kind of lack of talk about some of these draft picks. Like, I haven't really heard too much about Miles Murphy. I saw a nice clip where he looks very fast and bursty. And the, a lack of talk about Chase Brown. Like, I was really hoping he would kind of soar into that RB2 spot and really take that over. But I guess we'll see what happens tonight. And speaking of the Packers, uh, a couple of notes from the Packers practices. Uh, Joey B, so after he... After he did get hurt, he hadn't been out to practice until the first time they did the joint ones. Uh, DJ Reader just wreaking havoc on the lineman drills. Apparently, Elgin Jenkins did not appreciate what DJ was doing to him. And I had a buddy text me like, "Oh, DJ Reader, blah blah blah. He almost got his head taken off." It's like, look at the look at the clip. Like, Elgin punches him in the head, and DJ just like walks through it. And then Elgin started another fight, and he had to be taken off the field, so because he was being naughty. So it's good to hear that the, just overall in general, the Bengals defensive line was just destroying the Packers offensive line, and I can't wait to watch that tonight, because the Packers only have Sean Clifford, and I don't, don't even remember the other guy they have uh, at quarterback. So it's going to be fun to watch that. But I also did hear the Bengals offense was having a hard time moving the ball in early stages of training camp. That's probably to be um, expected. And, you know, I haven't really seen or heard too many, like, big wows 
out of Jamar and T. I mean, like they've been their their big plays. Don't get me wrong, but I just think having the lack of great arm quarterback throwing there, like Simeon and Jake Browning, they're they are what they are. They're not Jer Burrow. They never will be. Don't get me going on that. But I think if Joey was there, I think we would have heard a lot more about the Bengals dominating the Packers defense. Um, but, you know, good on the cornerbacks for shutting down our guys. Okay, and that's not, you know, I'm not going to harp too much about the joint practices. Uh, I might do like a little bit more of like a, a preview of the game. Uh, maybe I'll just do that now because I guess what I'm really looking forward to tonight is the receivers of Andre and Charlie like going against, because the starters aren't going to play. The Bengals want to see what they have on these young guys. So I'm interested, I, like these rookies I, I'm really invested in. Between the two receivers, the two cornerbacks, I want to see Miles Murphy, how he, I want to see how him and Osai play together, because that could be a crazy sub package when Hendrickson and uh, Sam need to come off the field, or even if they somehow find a way to get them all together. Um, you know, and I want to see Jordan Battle, where he's lining up as a safety. Is he going to be more run box guy? Is he going to is he going to track the tighter like the tight ends? Like I think he will. I think that'll be interesting. We'll see what kind of uh, how the offensive line depth looks. Jackson Carmen's been playing at right tackle. That's where he well he's a left tackle at Clemson, but he's has looked decent at right tackle. He played that in the playoffs last year. Uh, Akima Denigi. Oh man, he had a crazy clip. He it was a one on one, and he t- hit the dude so hard in the chest that his helmet flew off. Flew off, and after the after the rep, he even picked the dude's helmet up for him and gave it back to him. It's like, oh, what a nice guy. So you know, and then Chase Brown. I want to see how he runs. If he ran like he did at Illinois, yeah, just you know, little tidbits here and there. I I think they'll win because, like I said, the Packers quarterback situation is pretty bleak. Unless they give Jordan run like an added run, but I guess I could see that getting him more reps. And I think the Packers' offense will be nice and quick and fast. But I think the Bengals are now uh, acclimated to deal with that. Now let's go over a little bit of my my personal biggest storylines. Number one is definitely Joey. Did the calf injury happen day one and he wanted to play through it? Another slow start to the season. Like, come on, like... We play the Browns and the Ravens in the first two weeks, and if we go 0-2 against our division rivals, like that's not a good way to start the season. It's like how we did last year against Pittsburgh. We, we look like crap, for lack of a better word. Like, oh, like, I don't want another slow start. And it, is this going to hamper the extension? Clearly he's still going to get it, but, like, man, between him and T... I don't know, is T going to stay with the emergence of these receivers? Probably. He's clearly better. But, I don't know. Uh, again, I said his name so many times. Ayoshivas. I want to see how he really plays tonight. Uh, I just said this. T. Higgins extension. We got Mixon restructured. Which, I've, I like that. I hate Mixon. I like the restructured deal. We got Logan Wilson extended. That was nice. Another key part to the defense. Like, that draft was so huge. The Bengals hit on almost everyone. That is crazy. I love that draft. I mean, do they need... Do the Bengals need 
to cut Lael to free up more money. I heard he's progressing well, and he'd be great depth because that's what killed the Bengals last season was the offensive line depth. So who knows, but T and Joe need to get done so I, I can go to sleep at night peacefully. And then tight end depth, like what if Irv Smith gets hurt? Am I going to go play tight end for the Bengals? I would. Need to put on uh, probably about 40 pounds of muscle. I got the height. Got the athleticism. Let's be honest, I don't got the strength. Anyways, uh, enough about my my dreams. But like I said, Tanner Hudson's impressing. They got Devin Asiasi, uh, Drew Sample, Mitch Wilcox, like, does anyone know who those guys are besides me? <laughs> uh, not even that there's that many people out there to go get, but I don't know. And so, and then, you know, they also released the first depth chart before the game. And so, just, just a few key points. Uh, Jordan Battle and DJ Turner are the only rookies that actually make, like, the, like the backup spots. Uh, Andre and Charlie Jones, they are buried on the wide receiver depth chart. I don't think that's going to last. Charlie was hurt. Andre's showing up in front of them. They don't really have that many. Like, it's Stanley Morgan, Trent Irwin's, I guess, making decent plays. But at what point do you got to get a little more athletic and young? Chase Brown, currently RB4. That's probably going to change. Chris Evans, I think, is the backup right now. And he, it's about time. He like this is probably a, a put up or shut up year for that kid. Uh, Jonah starting at right tackle, love that. The offensive line's looking really good. Kappa, uh, I believe, is still hurt, but no need to rush him back. Uh, Tyson Anderson, I've liked him because he was very very fast. Uh, he's athletic tight end out of t- uh, Toledo, or not tight end safety, excuse me. Uh, but he's a third string safety right now. Uh, I think he's a gunner on special teams, so that's where he's tri- probably earning his money, but that's uh, he's on the bubble, it looks like. And DJ Ivy, four-string cornerback. So there's also a lot of unfamiliar names in the cornerback room that I that, that are there I don't recognize. I think he'll be fine. Um, I, I think this Bengals team looks very, very good. The cut days are going to be a massacre. Like, I... Who's going to get cut? I don't know. Maybe some trades work out. Uh, they could still use another pass rushing defensive tackle. Got to add a tight end. Maybe go sharp. There's got to be a, a tight end on the trade market. The Jets have so many. They signed Uzama, then they drafted Ruckert that year at Ohio State, and they drafted Koontz this year. Like, Go ahead of the Jets for, uh, for a tight end. I, I'm sure they'd be willing. But that's going to end it, guys. I'm going to turn off my uh, football GM hat for a second. Like I said, i got to work tonight, so uh, very interested to watch this Packers-Bengals game as much as I can. Probably have to watch a replay when I get home or something. I'll do a little recap of it. And uh, I just want to say thank you again for listening. Again, you can follow me on X at R-I-E-S-S-E-R-1-4. You can follow this sports ethos page at ethos bangles and uh thanks for listening again you guys have a good day and who day <laughs>